Hi everyone, David here from Project Daybreak, talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now we have five new guests in front of our mic, but let them introduce themselves. Uh, hi, uh, we are Drop Destiny, we're an alternative independent rock band from Mexico City. Um, we just released our new EP, which is called Soñar, uh, we're I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, uh, Drop Destiny, where did the name come from? Okay, so yeah, we, we get this question a lot. And actually, uh, on, on the first, it was a combination of two things. First, we came up with a list of possible names because you know that choosing a band name is one of the hardest things we can do. Yeah, because there are a lot of bands and there are, have been a lot of bands and um, we, we had, well, we heard uh, in previous interviews the same problem, of course, because um, like a band chose their name. They're like, yes, this is it. This is the name. They released it. And the day after they were contacted by the same band, put it in another city and were like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a cool name, but could you <laughs> change it? Because, yeah, we're using it. Uh, so. Yeah, exactly that. We had a, a copyright problem with our first name, which was oh. Traffic Line. <laughs> <laughs> and so we came up with a list of different names and within the combination of those names uh, came out Drop Destiny and then came the concept behind it. You know, it, Drop Destiny is exactly what the name implies, like letting go of your fate. And you could uh, take that meaning for for a lot of reasons, for a lot of reasons. But to ourselves, it's like... Um, uh, Society and sometimes the people closest to us have like a fate in store for us, which isn't completely ours. Mm -hmm. So we can, by dropping it, by dropping destiny, we can choose our own fate and our own path. And uh, we were kind of like blessed with this curse of not liking a regular job, you know, <laughs> which was <laughs> probably what uh, most of the people closest to us wanted for us, but we we went another way and we love it, but it's hard. <laughs> yep, that's that's uh, all beautiful things in life are hard to do, of course. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, how did you guys meet? Uh, you're all friends, or did you meet in other bands, or? Um, well, uh, first for the first time, I uh, started the band. I, like. Four years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, first I, I met Julio. He plays the, the drums, and we start to play uh, some covers, uh, Muse covers. We like Muse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> there are a lot of people that like Muse, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, um, and. Uh, 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 with the pass of the years, uh, I uh, I met the rest of the band. Well, we met the rest of the band, and uh, I think um, we we have a connection between us. Uh, we we compose. Uh, I don't know, uh, like like a family. Uh, we have the same 
almost the same ideas. Uh, the match is almost uh, perfect. But that's it's of course uh, important because um, a lot of people forget that, um, you know, as a band, it's not only the music that is important, but it's also the combination of the different characters, different ideas. It's really like a team management. Yeah, yeah, we're we're like now you said we're a family, and we're a war group also, so <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to invite the two. But and we're also great friends, so so it's the best combination, you know. Okay, well, of course, that uh, resembles also in, into your music. Um, if you're all on the same path, on the same ideas, and mm -hmm. you're friends, then you notice that automatically into your music, of course. Yes, yes. Now, did you guys start at a young age? Um, I, I mean, for the music part, um, did everyone have, like, music school when they were younger, or did you start later on, or...? Kind of late. Mm, yeah, I... I heard you saying that kind of late. Uh, at uh, I I start well. I start when I was almost finishing high school. Okay. So okay. I was okay. like 18, I think. And the other guys, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I started at 14. Uh, I started with uh, uh, private lessons. Okay. But okay. I started my my career uh, at 19. Uh, uh, yeah, principally. <laughs> uh, I started when I was 18 years old, and it was at the same time when I was in school. So, okay. yeah. yeah, and please tell me that she started when she was about 14 or 15 years, and I started uh, about at the same age at 15, then went down to college and dropped it for about five years and then came back. So, <laughs> okay. So you're all kind of like, you know, late bloomers, like they say, you all started at a later age. Um, yeah. so if I ask, for example, that has it always been your ambition to be a musician? Perhaps yeah. that wasn't the case for you guys or? Well, Julio said yes, that, that is what it was his ambition. Uh, I don't know about everyone. I, I can say that it was kind of always there for me because I always liked listening to bands and playing along with the tracks, even if it was air guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, it was always a, a passion for me, but I never considered it as a career in, uh, up until, I don't know, five years ago. I don't know, Maggie? Well, um, I I always wanted to have a band, you know, <laughs> and I, I I thought that I will never have it. So now that I have it, uh, I think it's the greatest band I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah really. she's, she's flattering everyone. <laughs> yeah, really, because uh, um, I know the bands, they always uh, change the members and the band, uh, the band changed uh, because of that change of members, and and for now we are the same, almost the same members uh, at, from the first. From the first moment they, you guys started out. Yeah, exactly. Now, of course, um, like you said, um, a lot of other bands they change members, so there's like a whole new, you know, if you change members regularly. You can't have a, a, a real bond like a family, mm -hmm. because if you're if you've been playing for five years together, 
and all of a sudden there are four new guys, you have to start over again. It's a new trust, new uh, cooperation. It makes yeah. things more difficult. Yeah, it's a new work dynamic, a new concept of the band also. Yeah. And yeah, being for myself, being like the, the newest member, it's always uh, a bit, I don't know if, if that, that's the case for everyone, but I think that for the newest one, it's always like a bit harder to, to get into the dynamic <laughs> with yeah. the group because you, you're like the, the younger brother, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, um, did you, I, I don't know if uh, you guys uh, bought records when you were younger, but do you still remember that very first record you ever bought? Uh, oh, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, we, we were trying to remember that a bit a, a bit ago because we were listening to one of your podcasts. Yeah, that's that's one of the the questions I always ask because it's a lot of fun to hear, you know, old time music. Um, that we bought or the record that we listen to. Uh, but yeah, with your own money. So. Uh, um, mm. I don't know. Maybe some uh record from Linkin Park or Chrome maybe on Top Troubles or from Chrome mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think for me, um I don't know. I, I think I bought uh Gorillas Gorillas uh C D okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, Just, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> still, uh, I'm not quite sure but I think it was like um Mm, either a, an Iron Maiden record or a Halloween record, <laughs> something along those lines, because I was big into heavy metal back then, and it was kind of what got me into this whole thing. <laughs> For me, it was a Good Charlotte uh, record. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Liz is a little shy, but she's saying that it was a, a really loving record. Okay. So um yeah because that are all nice records of course. So uh, <laughs> no I, I mean because uh, we had like for example answers before like um the soundtrack of Toy Story um that was one of the answers or for example for a heavy metal band uh -huh. um someone that his very first record was a Mozart record. Oh. <laughs> so for <laughs> someone doing heavy metal and comparing that with Mozart <laughs> I think there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I also can remember listening to Dance Club. They gave it to me. That's like the, the, the greatest hits of that time, which had like <laughs> Scatman Joan and Cotton Eye Joe and things like that. <laughs> so, so not uh, Michael Jackson fans, or? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we're, well, actually, we're yeah, like I think we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, of course, uh, you said you, uh, you released your, your new EP. Uh, how are the first reactions from the listeners, from uh, people following you? Yeah, they, they've been good. Uh, I think they've liked it. Uh, not being, you know, like uh, a very known band right now, it's a bit hard to get them out there, but I think that's the problem with every band starting out. Especially considering we have like, we've been together for about three years. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, for everyone that's listened to it, they have mostly liked it. You know, everyone has a, a different point of view in music, so they all tell us uh, what they think about it, and we take it into consideration when when trying to compose something. But it has been generally a great, great response. Okay, that's all, uh, like I said. Yeah, of course. Um, a lot of bands who are are starting now, um, mm -hmm. they have. On the other hand, the advantage of social media, but also the disadvantage, of course, because um, nowadays uh, you can just put out your music there on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all things like that. Yeah. So it's, let's say, easy to get to your listeners. Yeah, but on the other hand, there are millions of bands doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, the, the competition just grew, you know, global-wise. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's uh, I think that's, of course, one of the, the, the biggest difficulties in a starting band nowadays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's right. For, for you guys, because um, I, I always say that in, in music, uh, in, in writing a song, there are always three stages. You got, of course, writing the song on mm -hmm. one hand, you got recording it in studio, yeah. and then, of course, the third part is promoting it through performances, gigs. Mm -hmm. What do you guys prefer? Which one of the three Which phases? Which one of the three, yeah. I will go for the composing, uh, uh, yeah, for for composing the the first idea. Okay. Yeah. So, so you like writing the songs? Well, uh, actually, not writing. Uh, uh, basically, least write the the, the songs. The lyrics. The lyrics, yeah. yeah. And we compose the music, so we we have a really good team <laughs> doing that. Mm -hmm. And we enjoy that part a lot. I don't know the the rest of the guys. <laughs> yeah, I will say he enjoys the the three the parts. Three part. okay. uh, I believe that there's like something nice to each each part now each each of, each of the parts that you mentioned because composing you you have to think about a, a bunch of things, but it's mostly what you want to say. And when recording, it's well. I also think you forgot a, a very huge part of the process, which is rehearsing it until your fingers are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's of course uh, the, the one thing that takes a lot of time too, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and when recording, you have to, you know, to to make it to feel it and to use all that rehearsing to to make it sound the best you can. Mm -hmm. And promoting is is hard, but. But I love playing live, live so. <laughs> okay. Now, for the, the future, for 2014, um, are you guys planning uh, to, to promote uh, in, in other countries? Or are you doing uh, performances uh, in, in Mexico? or? Okay. Um, we're doing performances over here all the time, like twice a month. Uh, Mm -hmm. On average, I think. Yeah. Uh, and we love it, but 
as you mentioned, we'd like to take our music out there because especially uh, we're not sure if if the market over here is completely for us because it's a bit streamlined to pop. It doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of people who can like it and and like it already and and who have supported us a lot and we thank each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, we'd also like to, to try taking it to new places, you know, like right now we are, thanks to you, reaching Belgium, which we thought is was uh, way out of our league. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, like I said, um, yeah, of course, um, the, the most listeners we have are from Belgium, but we also got the States, we got the UK. Um, wow, that's and awesome. so that's our top three listeners and um yeah it 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 still advances and and um that's all of course the the idea of the project we're doing so to to give everyone a chance to reach uh the most different uh territories countries listeners and and people can just check you out get to know with your your uh yeah your your genre let's say because mm-hmm. you no know, of course during this interview all our listeners, they will hear your music, they will get to know it, they will get acquainted to it, and then let's hope so, but they, they will be inspired to go and listen on your Facebook, on YouTube, and perhaps buy your EP, of course. Okay, yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's the best present you can give us. <laughs> Thank <laughs> now, you so much. Of course, for, for the people that are listening and uh, they are interested for buying your EP, um, where can we find it? Do we find it on on uh, iTunes or things like that, or or do we can we yeah command it on on the website or? Uh, right now we we've been focusing on on selling it you know hand to hand here on gigs, mm-hmm. but we we also have plans for uploading it to iTunes very soon. So please stay tuned and we'll let you know where you can buy it. Uh, but right now you can go to Reverb Nation and and download the first single and. Possibly uh, uh, listen to the second one in video or also in Reformation SoundCloud. We'll will upload them uh, real soon. Okay, and imagine that there's a big fan listening right now, and he's like, "I'm not gonna wait until they're they're on iTunes. Um, I want to to uh, buy already. Does do you uh, ship your records? To like, okay. um, for example, I don't know what, what the the cost is of the the EP, but for example, let's say. Um, uh, it costs twenty dollars, let's say like that. Um, mm. So if, if someone from Europe is like, yeah, I want to have it already. I want to have uh, a, like a real copy, not a MP3. Okay. And it just sends you a message on Facebook like, hey, uh, th- I want to have a copy. That's possible, or? <laughs> yeah, no, we we can, we can make it happen. There's no problem about that. We just have to to ask them to contact us via Facebook or probably via email, dropdestiny at gmail.com. Okay. And we can work something out, yeah. We'd love to send our EP, especially if it's a physical copy, because, you know, <laughs> that CDs are way better than MP3s. And yeah. See, that's, what, that's, that's what I think, um, because people nowadays, they, they're, they're going back, of course. I don't know if you notice that for yourself too, but they're going back to uh, vinyl, to CDs, yeah, um, because it's something you have in your hand, you know. Um, you can let it be signed by the groups. It's something physically, um, but a lot of people have just a lot of music on their computer, 
or their yeah. MP3s, but it's not like you can yeah physically say this is from that band and they've signed it, they signed the cover. You can't ask a band to sign your PC, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, uh, I have a a very nostalgic feeling when I open up a record. I try to, well, I I listened to MP3s for a long time, and recently I picked up two new records. So mm-hmm. when opening them, I got like this nostalgic rush, like uh, taking off the wrap and looking at the booklet and. All of that physical stuff that you say that that is a part, at least for me, of, for of the experience of listening to, to new music. For me too, of course. Like for example, I grew up with the MP3. I, I, I when I was like, yeah, I, 10, 11 years old, there was still a cassette. Mm-hmm. Um, it quickly advanced into CDs, and I think it, it only lasted for for three, four years uh, before the MP3 was there. So yeah. I really grew up with the MP3s. I, I have thousands of songs uh, on, on my computer. But like, for example, I think it was about three years ago, um, I was on a, 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 you know, a market sale, mm-hmm. uh, like a flea market, where they sell secondhand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw an, uh, an LP, a vinyl, uh, with the best Christmas songs ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Christmas fan. I was like, I have to have that one. I didn't have a CD. You know, they have a vinyl player, you know, a record player. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it, but I had to have that vinyl. So I, <laughs> I bought it and I bought the, the vinyl player afterwards. Uh, and now, yeah, on occasion when I go to a flea market or when I go into a music store and I see a vinyl that, that attracts me, I'm like, okay, just going to buy it. So I think a lot of people are going just back to the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Retro is getting fashionable. Yeah, <laughs> so we're, I'm, I'm going to be hip again <laughs> very soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I can see that we're already up to 22 minutes. Time flies, of course, but um, I, I want to ask one, one last question. Uh, okay. If you would have the ability to go everywhere in the world you like, every stage, festival, um, concert, music venue, uh-huh. which one would it be? Well, that's hard. It's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let us think for a bit. Do you know? Well, um, I don't know. I think I would like to go to England, I think. I don't know. Wembley? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's okay. one of my dreams. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say Wembley too, because um, I have a DVD here from Queen. Oh, okay. yes, it's great. So it's, yeah. it's an amazing concert in Wembley Stadium, so. Of course. Maybe same for me, Wembley, England. Pretty cool. Also Wembley. Yeah. Hopefully. So everyone's choosing Wembley. We're we're. Uh, uh, we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps they're listening, huh? So uh, <laughs> if they're like, okay, uh, the, the lifelong dream is Wembley. Perhaps we can make something happen. <laughs> oh my God, I, I'd love that. <laughs> I, I think. I'm sorry. I I think Julio is thinking about this Australia. <laughs> Australia, yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah. You know what? I think in the end it it comes to just loving playing anywhere. <laughs> it's about sharing our music with with as much people as we can, and it's also sharing a, a dream with them, because that that's the name of the album. It's Sonyar. It, it means dreaming. 
Mm-hmm. So we we always say that it's a dream of ours, and we like to share it with as much people as we can. And it's uh, as much as their dream as it is ours. So yeah, I I mean we I'd love to play Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> at the amounts of people and just the you know the the environment. But I, I I'd also like to to say that playing anywhere and just putting that that adrenaline and that rush and that power that we have and and you know wasting it all on stage <laughs> and just loving what we do and let people see that we love it that's the, the best thing for me whenever wherever it takes place That's, that's a very nice set. It's a very nice set. So every listener, they'll be glad uh, on whatever concert they'll be, be participating where you guys are playing. So they know they're appreciated. So that's uh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, for our listeners, where can we find you? So we, we already talked about, uh, of course, Facebook. It's just facebook.com drop destiny or? Yeah, it's, it's facebook.com slash drop destiny. Also, youtube.com slash Drop Destiny Band, mm-hmm. um, Twitter slash Drop Destiny, um, our email dropdestiny at gmail.com for any business or booking related or just hangout purpose. <laughs> uh-huh. um, what else? SoundCloud slash Drop Destiny, Reverb Nation slash Drop Destiny. Okay. That's it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's quite uh, it's quite a lot, of course. So people can uh, follow you wherever you guys are. So that's always nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're we try to be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I would like to thank you guys and girls uh, for taking the time for this interview. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Uh, We're glad to to know you. Okay, but we'll, we'll of course, do uh, some more interviews in the future. And so um, it's not like we only do one-time interviews. We we try to regularly interview the guys uh, we we had. So you can check it out, uh, how you guys have progressed and... Perhaps the new music is coming, so just give a shout when you're working on something, and uh, then we'll do an interview about it. So that's not a problem. Okay, that's that's that perfect. Nice. Thank you, thank you so much. We're we're very thankful. Okay. <laughs> now we'll hear each other very very soon then, and I invite all listeners, of course, to follow these guys and girls on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, YouTube. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. And to listen and buy their EP, just send an email and let it be shipped over to Europe so we can introduce Drop Destiny to Europe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, but thanks again and until next time. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thanks, David. Bye. Bye bye.